at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're the king! Only for Super NES. Only for Super NES. You're listening to the SNES Podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Everybody, this is the Super NES Podcast, episode number one eighty four. Uh, I am Greg, joined by always by Joe. Hello, and we are bringing and we are bringing to you guys and girls today a game that is technically a Joe pick, but he was kind enough to let me kind of influence <laughs> what we uh, uh, that we covered because it's like uh, he wasn't sure about what he wanted to cover for the this episode, and I happen to. I happen to think about a game that a um, you know a streamer a streamer that I watch online uh, every now and then mentions mentioned this was one of her favorite games. So I I wasn't aware of this before she mentioned it. So I checked it out a few weeks ago and I'm like, okay, this looks this is pretty good. So um, and then so uh, I was able to I was able to suggest to Joe that maybe we should cover this game for this, like this episode and he was gracious enough great, great enough to agree to it because he thought it looked interesting too as well. So. Um, Kind of a you know kind of a dual pick here like this one I guess then but uh, um, also also I was thinking maybe Joe might have some experience with the actual cartoon that this game's based <laughs> off of because he is younger than I am uh, we're covering uh, we're covering uh, Goof Troop on um, uh, um, uh, the system this episode uh, of course like developed developed and released by Capcom who had the license to produce Disney games um, you know during this time period um, did you have an experience like the um, experience um, experience like the cartoon, Joe? Um, I did have experience with the cartoon, and I just want to mention that this is the last game that Capcom and Disney worked on in this era. <clears throat> the, True. Disney and uh, Capcom had worked together since basically DuckTales on the NES. And 8089, I think, about the time period. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. And but, then yeah. went all the way to this. This is the game that that ended it and i don't think it like ended because it was bad i think they they had a five six year contract or Probably, whatever yes. and it ran up but it is interesting when you look at everything in this span of time um including the aladdin game for for the super NES, um and then you know where it goes from here mm-hmm. um yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, unfortunate you know, that relationship didn't continue. But anyway. well, I yeah, yeah. So I'm sure Capcom wanted to continue it. It's probably like you know, Disney, as you know, Disney's been very uh, um, has gone back and forth, yeah, between, like developing games mm-hmm. themselves and like you know licensing licensing the rights out, right? Uh, like to other companies. Uh, was it Capcom who made all the Genesis Disney games well too? Uh, no. The uh, uh, yeah, the Genesis games uh, were those made by Disney. I know. Yeah, they were done by Disney and Sega. Yeah. Um, Sega, right, Sega yeah, those yeah. were first party, and then later on it was Virgin Interactive. Right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again, like I said, Disney's gone back and forth. Yeah, like actually developing yeah. the games themselves, or like you know, um, you know, or, or letting other people do it. Yep. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah. So like, uh, um, you know, all the p- people generally agree that um, generally agree that all the Capcom Disney games were like very, very good. Uh, they're both the NES and Super, Super NES. The, you know, the, there is one. There was one that is complete crap. 
and it's oh. unanimously crap, and it's Tailspin. Tailspin is horrible. I don't remember playing Tailspin. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> because, like, you know, I, you know, you know, I played, you know, I played DuckTales, obviously. Uh, I played a, uh, Chippendale Rescue yep. Rangers was very good. Yep. Um, what else was, like, uh, Darkwing Duck. Yep. Um, what else? All sure fantastic that, uh, games, but, uh, Tailspin yeah. is the, is the is the turd it is the turd of the of the bunch unfortunately and it's hard it, to hear that so, it, it's yeah. just it comes down to control it controls mm. like poop that's the <laughs> best way to say it it controls like poop and it doesn't look like visually it's fine it, you know it's got the same sort of uh darkwing ducks kind of style um so it looks like the animated show it's just it doesn't play well hit boxes are all wonky and you know more than anything else, you know, as important as visual and sound is, like, it's got to be gameplay. And if the gameplay is not good, you're not going to have a successful game. And that's unfortunately what happened with Tailspin. But yeah. we're a Super Nintendo podcast, not a Nintendo podcast. <laughs> um, and back to your initial question. Yes, I had um, a lot of interaction with this cartoon. Um, yeah. Disney Afternoons were... I mean, I was, let's see, around this time I'm like 13, 14, so it's that weird, awkward stage where, like, I'm still a kid, I still love to watch cartoons, but mm -hmm. if the friends want to go out and hang out, you got to kind of man up and be like, <laughs> eh, I'm, I'm too old for cartoons, you know what I mean, that sort yeah. of thing. And, uh... So, yes, I got, I watched, you know, Goof Troop, I watched Darkwing Duck, Chippendale, DuckTales, all that stuff. And uh, one of the first things, um, and I'll get this out of the way, um, this game has almost nothing to do with the show. Yes, I, I was going to comment on that <laughs> later on, but yeah. That's, that's, so, yeah, th that, so, that was fun and interesting because I was like, oh, I should probably like watch a couple episodes so this way I can kind of get an idea, you know you know kind of compare the two and then like i played the first like you know i, I don't want to call it level because they're not really levels they are but they they're not um and like i was just like yeah i was like I, the story is so flimsy it's not even funny but anyways uh we'll, anyway. we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so just get this. Yeah. So, yeah. So, just get this fucking context. Uh, the Goof Troop cartoon was on from nineteen. Um, you know, uh, ran from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety three. Uh, some, some, some of it, some of it curiously aired on Disney Channel programming. Some of it, and some of it aired on ABC. So, yes. like, you know, like, go figure. Saturday mornings. Uh, right. So, uh, there was also there was also a Christmas special made, and they also produced like two, uh, like two movies after. Uh, um, you have the cartoon end it. So, um, you know, not very long, but, you know, um, you know, but the cartoon was, the cartoon was pretty well received. People think, um, people think pretty highly of it these days, but it didn't get the same attention or flair that the other Disney cartoons did for one reason or another. So, no, if you compare it to like DuckTales, Chippendale, even Tailspin, uh, those cartoons were far superior than Goof Troop. Goof Troop was kind of like, um, I don't want to say like a Harlan... Uh, Harold and Laurie. Uh, Harley. Thank you. Uh, you know, like it wasn't like one of those like kind of slapstick kind of things, but it kind of was. And there were very flimsy episodes that you know it was kind of doing tropes over and over again, like that yeah. have already been done. And um, you know, I think the biggest thing with this is like you know, like 
no mention of Max's mom except for in I think the first episode, and it's simply like she's dead. Like the, no explanation, just you know, Max's mom's dead, and I'm just yeah. like, okay, like typical Disney parents not there. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, so uh, it sets up you know for an interesting thing, and then you know like Pete's like the best friend with Goofy, but yet like. Pete's kind of a, an a-hole. Like, he's he's not nice. But the yet. production value of the show, though, was very high because it could... Disney, of course, being a Disney show, they, they um, you know, you know, you know, even though it may not have gotten uh, the attention, the attention, the attention of the, the attention of the shows, they still spend a lot of effort on um, uh, effort on it. You know, the, yeah. you know, there was a very, you know, like, very experienced animators worked on it. Uh, there were... Uh, the uh, 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 the voice cast was still very good. Like you know, you had people like you know Nancy Cartwright and, mm-hmm. and Frank Welker who uh, for the voice work for a uh, voice work for the show, like among others. So, um, I mean, I mean, and people, people, people who have watched the show as kids still think highly of it. Not nowadays, it's just yeah. like, you know, the show didn't get the attention that it probably should have. Um, you know, the, attention that the, the show the show didn't get a bit a lot of attention for one or another. As you just probably said, maybe because it's so different than it's uh, different than everything else Disney produced. Yeah, so that's that's what also, I was thinking. You know, also like Goofy is popular, but I don't really think I think Goofy's more popular now than he was back then. I think because him being you know him being you know him being like the Kingdom Hearts games, I think it's definitely boosts his popularity by a huge factor. Yeah, so yeah. I think that Disney in the '90s, uh, I mean Goofy in the '90s, probably was not the same cash draw that he is nowadays so yep i agree I think that's probably so that could so so yeah that could be another reason for it mm-hmm. but you know but you know speaking about kingdom hearts by the way just like making goofy a knight is just perfect casting, <laughs> yeah. casting because like he's because he's you, you know because he's the you know he's this slow stupid but still like very lovable and noble type right. so it's like you know for a, a knight is like okay perfect <laughs> but <laughs> And then Donald Duck also, like I said, uh, Magic uh, uh, Mule uh, Magician's also great. Yep. But, yep. so, just like, anyway, so, yeah, so, the cartoon focuses mostly upon Goofy uh, Goofy and his son Max, and, and Goofy and Max are also the main characters in, in, in the game as well. Mm-hmm. Other characters, ch- other characters, um, other characters, uh, uh, some other characters like the cartoon do either show up or are mentioned in the game, but Goofy and Max are the main focus. So, um, so the game came out when the show was um, the cartoon was still airing. The game came. The game came out in North America in July of 1993. It got a year. Um, so it got released in Europe several months later in November, and then actually in July 1994 they also gave it a Japanese release. Uh, why it for Japan? I'm not sure. Maybe uh, because I because I don't know if the cartoon even aired in Japan. But um, yeah, but Disney's a very popular. Uh... IP True. out there, yeah. you know what I mean? True, yeah. So, and there are differences to the Japanese version of the game, which we'll talk about here later on. But, you know, so um, I think that they were, so probably Capcom is more like, we'll play up the Disney strengths of it as opposed to like actually tying the cartoon mm. because, it could be, it could, because the game, I'm not going to bother the Japanese title, but the, the title, <laughs> but the Japanese title of the game translated basically, basically just Goofy and Max. Yeah. So, you know, like they, like they dropped the cartoon reference totally uh, with Japanese release. But, uh, one of the one of the primary designers for this game, which I actually was surprised to hear about, is a guy named Shinji uh, Mikami, which which may not be familiar to you off the top of the on um, um, the top of your head, but he was um, um, he uh, you know but he went on to work on some of Capcom's uh, to help develop and create some of Capcom's most famous franchises, uh, Resident Evil and, um, and Dino Crisis. <laughs> so 
and his newest game was The Evil Within. So, you know, it's kind of strange. There's a guy named for the guy named for horror games yeah. who got to start making Disney games. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but um, but anyway, so this game is an action slash an action slash puzzle puzzle game. It, uh, this game reminds me very strongly of a cross between Zelda and Star Tropics. You know, I didn't even think of Star Tropics. This uh, automatically, obviously, I made the the reference of uh, it looks like Zelda, um, and it has that feel. Like every screen that you go mm-hmm. to is like its own little dungeon. A lot of the puzzle. gameplay mechanics, however, are borrowed from Star Tropics. Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I didn't even think of Star Tropics. As soon as you yeah. said Star Tropics, it clicked, and I was like, "Oh, that yeah. makes sense." <laughs> but I wasn't but, thinking that at the time. Yeah, because like you know. Um, the plot of this game is silly, like Joe mentioned, but it's just as silly as his um, like in the cartoon. But you know, um, you know, Goofy and Max are, are, are um, like are fishing. Um, uh, they uh, they see a pirate ship and they realize their friends Pete and PJ have like been kidnapped. Um, so like they go on a you know like they go on a rescue mission, like to go like get them back. Um, you know, basically, uh, you know, um, to the game's credit, um, there are there are um, you know. The, you know, there are, like, animated cutscenes as you go through the game. They had, um, you know, they flesh out the story mm-hmm. more. And there's also, and there's also, um, you know, you know, like, there are other people who you can talk to in the game who give you, like, clues and hints. So, the story, the, the like, so, the, like, so silly as, so silly as, as silly as the story is, A, it's developed, <laughs> you know, you at least have a sense of progression, progression as you go through the game. Yeah. And B, like, and B, it ties into one of the, and B, it makes sense as being like you know like a, 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 um, a cartoon plot. So yeah. I will give it credit for that. And and to to that end, like I love that you know Pete and PJ are kidnapped by pirates, and like the explanation given is that like Pete looks like the former captain who was eaten by a whale, and they just think that he's <laughs> escaped the whale. And I'm just like, I, like how do you not realize that they're not the same people? person like you know what i mean like this there's so many plot holes there but um like i said yeah like i said cartoon logic right cartoon logic exactly (laughs) it it was one of those things where i was just like oh okay yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah so as joe mentioned already however um you know the story the story the story looks like the story looks like it comes from the cartoon um goofy and max the goofy and max look like dude like in the cartoon um but beyond that, there's not really there's, beyond that. Yeah, there's not really that much in common in common in common like of the cartoon that this game's based off. Yeah. Many other you know like many other games, especially Capcom games that are based off based off based off movie or TV property or whatever, have more of a tie in this game does. I mean like I mean like the enemies the enemies are all new and original. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, none of the music none of the music like in the shows you. It's not right. even like the title. Um, you know, not you know not you know not even music for some reason. So it's like, um, it's like the gameplay, like I said, the gameplay is, like I said, just taken directly from Zelda or Star Tropics. It's mm. like, it's like, it's like the overall, the overall, the overall setting and the plot and characters are for the cartoon, but that's about it. So I don't know, maybe they started life as something else and then like Capcom decided to, you know, Capcom decided to drop the license in here. So um, that's what I was thinking until I realized that the Japanese version came out like a year later. Because yes, so. I was thinking, oh, this is a Japanese game that started life as something else, and then they were like, oh, let's slap Goof Troop on it and call it a licensed product. And then, like, I looked and I was like, oh, the Japanese came out after the fact, so I don't know yeah, what was going I, on here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, either, 
you know, either like either Capcom was making a game and they decided to drip, I mean, you know, they, you know, and they decided to drop the license into it, um, or or for whatever reason they decided not to not to deviate, or for some or whatever reason they decided not to not to adhere too closely to the cartoon and kind of like you know took its own thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's fine, you know, like you know. You know the gameplay. The gameplay, which we'll get here in a moment, uh, to a moment here. The gameplay is solid. You know, I, I really don't think that the actual, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't think the games hurt too much by not like, by not like, by not like, by, by, by not like being strictly cartoon, uh, cartoon. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so, the actual gameplay is very. The, the, the actual gameplay is pretty interesting because it is like an action slash uh, an action slash puzzle game. Um, the game's broken into a number of worlds, uh, which have stages, the stages in them as well too, and yeah, um, and you. Um, and you go through and each stage. You go through various screens, and you're trying either to uh, defeat or defeat or avoid enemies, and to solve puzzles to to basically advance the plot and to um, you know and you know, keep going like in the game, uh, which you know uh, enemies you defeat by uh, uh, enemies you defeat by throwing items at them, um, you know like uh, blocks, bar uh, barrels, whatever you find on the ground. Uh, you also you also you also can get some items. One item, one of the items, hook shot, can be also used to defeat enemies if they're like near near water or a gap or something. Mm -hmm. um, you also can pick up. Uh, you also you also like pick up fruits. Fruits give you hearts. Hearts allow you to be able to survive hits. Um, if you get enough uh, fruits, you can also get, um, you also uh, you also you also like an extra life. Uh, red diamonds. Uh, can be found as well. They give you an extra life as well. Uh, blue diamonds, if you find them, earn you a continue. Uh, so you are able to continue for as, uh, continue as often as you have the like, blue diamonds. Mm -hmm. um, and, and at every stage, you get a password to, um, to record your progress. Pretty, fairly, fairly easy password to write down if you were like, doing things like old school. So uh, no real problem there. So uh, you also you also get various items that you uh, items in the game to help you to solve puzzles that, uh, like to advance. Grappling hooks, as I mentioned before, can be used to you know uh, you can be used to you can be used to cross to cross gaps. Uh, bells can be used to lure to lure attention of enemies to set up puzzles or or or, or, or them for an ambush. Candles like that dark area. Shovels shovels dig up softer softer for items. Again, very zeldish. Uh, boards can cover gaps and bridges and to unlock certain certain gates and doors. Uh, there are there there are there are the there are puzzles uh, there are the puzzles you can solve where it's like you have to like you know like push push blocks in certain areas, uh, certain spots to unlock things or or you have to like you know defeat all the enemies on screen to to advance, um, and, and every stage there's a boss fight, um, so which is um, uh, and the bosses and the bosses are defeated by picking up whatever item they throw at you and tossing it back at them, so uh, they get more difficult as the game goes on of course but the actual the actual formula of those doesn't change from stage to stage so and then and as i mentioned before the flavor of it um in every stage you get a password password some of the some of the game stories the game stories advanced but it's like the cutscenes, which look very good like you know the cutscene graphics are very um you know, you know like very nice and cartoonish looking so um and yeah you know, um finally going to the next stage um not not an overly long game. Most of you know, during most of the playthroughs on YouTube, are clocking clocking anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. Yep. So, um, however, the, however, what makes this game really shine is there's also two players simultaneous uh, mode here. So, um, I forgot. To, um, so I did not ask Joe about this because I figured Joe was gonna be our super busy this last week. But I did ask, you know, but you know, but I did try it briefly when briefly somebody else like online and. Two-player game is very. Two-player mode is very fun. You know, as fun as the game is, you know, 
as, as good as the game is in, in one player mode, two player mode, like where, like where it shines. Because it's like Goofy and Max do have differences. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. If one player, you, if one player, you can play as Goofy or Max. Goofy moves slower than Max, but mm-hmm. you, um, you, um, but you can also deal like more. Um, you, yeah, but you, but you can also deal like more damage. So which one you, so, to, uh, so which one you play as the player is the matter of matter, matter preference. I was Goofy. Um, but however, two player mode. Uh, the two of you, the two of you working, the two of you taking advantage of your pros and cons to work together to, to, to clear screens and move on. It's it like a very challenging. So, um, the gameplay, the game multiplayer is pretty similar. It's pretty similar, except for like one big exception. If one player loses all their lives, then you respawn with three more lives. If the um, uh, play their player can finish the screen and move on and move and move on and move on like next screen. However, if both players lose, if both players lose all their lives uh, 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 on the same screen, they, 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 uh, they either have to continue or the game's uh, um, or the game's over. So, uh, anyway, so that's the that's the actual gameplay in a nutshell. Uh, Joe, uh, do you carry a fan upon that? What do you think about the actual the gameplay itself? No, I think you covered the gameplay pretty well. Um, I kind of tried to rope my fiance into playing this with me uh so i could get the two-player experience that didn't quite work out um i did last night um my buddy Corey came over and visited for a bit and uh we i ended up roping him into it because he was he's was a big super nintendo guy um growing up so he was like, oh, he's like, I've never even played that game. So I was like, yeah, we should totally go through it. Like, not letting him know that basically I was making him work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we played through it for a bit. Um, we, we played probably a good 45 minutes. And uh, I, I've, I just wanted to get a taste is what it was. And I think we could have easily blown through that game. Um, but there were other games that we wanted to check out and whatever else. We checked out the new Kirby uh demo which is really good anyways um so uh yeah i it's very simple you know you pick up items that can be picked up you hurl them at your enemies um you got your different items you can pick up um your hook shot the plank at first i thought was pointless i was like why the hell do i need a plank until (laughs) boom i found a a bridge that had a hole and i was like oh i need that plank and had to go backtrack for it um I don't like the fact that you can only hold two items. Yeah, that's a drawback. That that is definitely a drawback because of like I just said, having to go backtrack because you, you know, dropped an item that you ended up needing. Um and enemies respawn the minute you leave and come back to the screen, which is good and bad. Um it's it's bad because obviously enemies respawning is always crappy. But um, it's good, too, because, you know, you get used to, you know, that combat. And getting used to that combat helps you later on in the game when it gets a little more difficult. Right. Um, What was the other thing I wanted to mention? Oh, the hookshot is probably the best weapon, item, whatever you want to call it, in the game. Oh, yeah, by far. Um, Not only can you get across uh, water with it, you can grab weapons with it. But you can also stun the enemies, or as Greg mentioned, um, which I thought was a really nice uh, little detail, is like especially in the first level, like there's a lot of spots where you're on like a bridge area with some enemies, and you can just keep hitting them with the hook shot until they fall into the water, and they actually do like that silly animation where they're trying to catch themselves. Um, <laughs> so that was uh, that was pretty 
fresh and uh or I said refreshing to see. Um other than that, I mean and I know we're gonna get into this, but I'm just gonna touch on it now. Like the music is so forgettable. So playing multiplayer, um, I think is actually a benefit. So one thing that my buddy Corey and I didn't talk about once while we played for, you know, for almost forty five minutes is the music. We didn't once mention the music. He didn't even notice the music because we were too busy talking about what we need to do, having fun. Like, it is what it is. Like, the the music is serviceable, period, end of story. And that, I don't think really much more needs to be said about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, this, this is one of those games that like, it's, it's all right there. If you, play the first three screens if you walk in whatever direction and you hit three different screens if by the time you get to that third screen you're not feeling it and you don't like it you're probably not gonna want to stick with it you're not gonna like this game (laughs) you get everything you need to know and what's gonna happen in those first three screens i mean some would probably argue in that first screen you know where you have to pick up and move stuff but um yeah, I mean, I the the block puzzles were driving me nuts. The first one where um, you have to unlock a gate to get a key. Um, one was frustrating because I got to the area with the key before I even found out where the key was. So that was frustrating because I knew I had to go backtrack and find a key. And then to find out that I got to kick blocks around in a certain way to be able to get that key was even more frustrating. Um, so I, I kind of knew what I was going into, you know, when we decided on this, I knew it was more of a puzzler than an action platformer or whatever, but, um, yeah, I didn't expect it to be so puzzly. (laughs) I mean, like, it is puzzly a large part. I wouldn't say, I think, I'd probably argue that it's just, uh, um, so, like, I'd probably argue it's probably a bit more puzzly than... Yeah, I don't know. It's probably to me. It's probably it's probably about it's probably about the same amount puzzly as like Star Tropics is. You know, yeah. I think Zelda's more. Um, I, you know, you know, I think Zelda games, Zelda games like more puzzly than this mm-hmm. is. But, um, but yeah. So like for the most, um, for the most part, I agree with what you said. I think that the game does throw in some different twists upon the puzzles later on. Um, later on in the game, you advance. There are five stages. Right. I'm um, sorry. Uh, um, you know, there are five worlds in the there are five worlds in the game. By the way, there's the there's the there's the beach, the village, the castle, the cavern, and the um uh, the power yeah. ship. So, I mean, by the time you finish the world one, you've seen most of what the game has to offer. The variations come in like different puzzles arranged in different ways to be more to be more to be more interesting mm-hmm. and or more challenging. Um, but yeah, so once you, but. You, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, that first world gives you a very good taste of what actually the game um, has to offer with it. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's like, um, I think it's um, so like so again, so, so again, I think that the gameplay fits with the whole vibe about like Goofy himself and the and the show and whatnot because like you know Goofy's not gonna like use a sword to attack right, enemies or right. whatever because it's like he's gonna you know because actually. Hitting them with hitting them with, with objects or whatever, puzzling his way through things is like you know it, it does fit you know it, you know it does seem like more like fitting. So um, so obviously this game was made for uh, um, obviously 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 this game was designed for kids. So right. the overall difficulty the, the, yeah so the overall difficulty level for adults is not that bad. I mean I, I mean I think most adults 
will have a we'll have yeah. Um, so I think most adults, like Joe just said, will struggle with a couple of puzzles trying to figure. Um, you're trying to figure them out at first, but you know, you know, but then the hang of things and then go on from there. You know, um, you know, like uh, because like you know, most kids who play this game found it. Uh, I find it like very challenging, very challenging because it was designed for them uh, after right. all. But still, I mean, like you know, um, you know, adults. You know, there's some. You know, there's some. You know, there's some okay. Um, you know, puzzle action, but here, like I said before, if you're a big fan of games like Zelda or Star Tropics, I think this game is worth checking out uh, because it does offer like more of those. Um, um, it does offer like more of those things to you. The graphics are very, the graphics are very good in this game, but they're very, very Zelda-esque. I, I mean, like you know, it, it, I mean, it, I mean, it just screams Zelda at you um, as far as the actual, as far as the actual like you know locations and the, uh, um, you know, enemies and the layout and layout what whatnot. But they are. Uh, We'll also we're also covering a game this podcast uh, podcast later on down the, later on uh, in, a, in a few more episodes which also which also which also looks like very Zelda ish so um, but anyway so uh, music I think the music's fine I, I do agree with you it's kind of like forgettable but you know there are some you know you know there are some very like good in the moment tracks yes yeah. <coughs> oh, sorry um, uh, you know on uh, I mean, as you're playing it again uh, fitting. Fitting with the game, not very from the cartoon, unfortunately, but you know, like it is what it is. So, yeah, no, um, it, like I said, it, it fits the game, and it's not anything spectacular, but it's it's serviceable. It's, that's right. the word I would use. Is it's serviceable. Right. So, uh, anyway, uh, so you obviously, so it sounds like you had more fun playing this game in two players, opposed to one player, I think. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the game definitely does shine two-player yep. mode because it's like I think that as good as the game is, in, yeah. So as good as the game is in one-player, two-player mode definitely like where it shines. Like you know, if you have some, uh, so so if you have somebody to play this game with, it definitely is um, you know um, you know, enjoy Zelda or Star Tropics uh, um, like at all. This game is definitely worth checking out. Um, um, you know, like I said before, if you're by yourself, this game is this game's this game's this game's worth playing if you enjoy the. Um, you know, to enjoy games of this type. I mean, this is uh, this is your you know this is your typical Capcom Disney game of the time period. Very well programmed, very well, um, uh, you know, very well, you know, you know, very well gameplay. Mm -hmm. Whether or not, um, whether or not it clicks with you depends upon certain things. Right. Um, but the actual gameplay itself is fine. So, um, and and so the game like and so that's pretty much how and that's pretty much how people thought about it too when it came out uh you know back in the 90s um there was a lot of coverage for this game at least like you know um at least like you know you know at least reviews uh as far as like uh you know as far as like you know as far as like you know as far as like you know scores went um most magazines didn't actually give it um give it give it a full write-up but they just like mentioned a score for it like a brief summary Nintendo Power was one of the few places that actually like, give like a proper, you know, proper, uh, a proper full review. They said they, uh, they said the challenge was fairly low, which is understandable. Like made for, um, you know, it's made for kids. Right. They did say the game, you know, you know, you know, they did say the game, you know, the game was like great fun. Um, they gave it, they gave it, uh, they give so they give it three point five like out of five, just to give some other like examples of scores. EGM gave it, uh, EGM gave it thirty one out of forty. Um, Joypad gave it 84%. Uh, Nintendo Life gave it um, 7 out of 10. Um, Playtime gave it 78 out of 100. The the aggregate the game ranking aggravator the, the game ranking aggravator for this uh, score for this game 70%, mm. which which seems right. Yeah. You know you know that's like a you know that's a good solid score. You know 
Uh, that's all based upon the, you know, I think I, I think all those think all those scores are fair scores based upon the, the one player mode. Obviously, you're, uh, obviously, as I said, if you're playing two player right. mode. Um, you know, like you know, like you know, it does shine, uh, but even you know, you know, like even more. So, and like I said, this game, and you know, modern modern reviews this modern reviews of this game fall pretty much you know you know, fall pretty much the same beat. Like you know, um, people. You know, people people who grew up watching the cartoon are probably not going to find too much in common with this game. But like I said, you know, um, you know, if you enjoy Capcom Disney games this time period, this is still like a very like salt, you know, salt, you know, salt like fun game to check out. Yeah, for you know? sure. But it's it's um, it's more it's more it's more it's more uh, puzzly and less actiony than most uh, you know the many other Capcom games I think. But you know, it fits the overall. I, I do think um, so. I do think it fits the overall the overall theme of what they're going for in this game to make it more puzzly anyway. Yeah. Because you know one of the you know one of the few tie-ins to the cartoon and like you know, actually uh, cartoons and actually using like Goofy and Max about using their brains such as they are mm -hmm. uh, to figure their way uh, to figure their way like the game. So um, so the Japanese version of this game, however, does have some differences uh, because because we mentioned before the Japanese version of the game came out. To, Came out, came out a full year after after the after the U.S. release, and I think because because the, and so I think because of the fact that because the cartoon was not known in Japan, um, Capcom Capcom decided to make the game harder for the Japanese market. So they added in a difficulty setting uh, uh, of the game, which the U.S. version of the game does not have, hmm. or the European version, of, um, you know, like for that matter. Interesting. So there, so there are three difficulties that the Japanese version the Japanese version has. Um, you either can play easy, which is the which is the same as the U.S. slash European version, normal or hard. So the, the, the passwords, the passwords also also differ depending upon what difficulty level that you're playing at. So uh, the, 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 the difficulty settings affects things like our harder harder versions, the harder versions of the block puzzles, uh, blocks you move to different locations, uh, so as to make defeating enemies with them harder. Um, uh, also, enemies tell. Uh, also, enemies also, also enemies take more damage, and items. Uh, healing, healing items uh, or um, or fruit or, or fruit, sorry, they're, they're called fruit. Uh, it's not as easy to find in the in more difficult versions hmm. of the game. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to challenge with this game, I'd say probably check out the Japanese, the Japanese version. The Japanese version instead. It's like you know, you'll miss the story. Like I said, the story is kind of like silly anyway. So it's not your, uh, so it's not your, you know, so it's not your, yes, yeah, so not you're really like missing hmm. much. So. Uh, interesting choice by Capcom to do that, but I think I understand like why they did it because, like I said, you know, Japanese gamers probably expected a harder game to begin with, and right. um, you know, and they weren't, you know, and they weren't familiar with the cartoon, so yeah, makes sense. Hmm. So uh, before we move on here, uh, to, to Joe with eBay and uh, with, with with eBay and like whatnot, do you have any do you have any other thoughts uh, about like uh, thoughts thoughts about the game, final, uh, final observations, that kind of stuff? No, I mean I think we pretty much covered it, and you know I I just want to harp on the fact that it, this is definitely a, a multiplayer experience more than a single player. Um, <clears throat> prime example. Single player, I got through the first level, um, and I, I liked the idea of that first boss where it's kind of like whack-a-mole, mm. but they're throwing bombs yeah. and you throw it back. Um, right. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but playing multiplayer, like, so playing on my own, like, by the time I got through the, with that boss, I was kind of like, okay, I've seen this game, I really don't want to go further, you know, and I, I kind of, it's whatever. But <clears throat> having you know, a buddy to play with, I actually wanted to continue playing because I was having fun with the co-op 
experience. Right. So yep. if if uh, <clears throat> despite <clears throat> as we're going to talk about eBay prices and whatever else, despite all that, um, this is one of those games that uh, if you have a friend and you have the ability for couch co-op, you should check this game out. If not, um, this is actually a hard pass for me. I, I don't think it's worth uh, seeking out, in my opinion. Hmm. I think I liked it a bit more than you did then, because like I said before, I think this game, if you enjoy games of this type, I think this game is worth like playing through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but you know, especially Japanese version of the game, because that would be like an extra, um, an extra challenge of the game if you find a game like too easy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but I get that. I understand that you, because like you know, it's it's it's, it's a uh, you know it's you know it's a very solid, very solidly programmed, very solidly put together Capcom Disney game. But you know, like you, you know, but you know, but as you, you know, but as you. But as you, the listener, may defer from listening to Joe and I, whether or not you know, whether or not you, whether or not you enjoy the game single player depends upon your experiences. Experiences, um, you know, what kind of game you're looking for. So, um, this may be one of the few times that we actually disagree on something. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but but we do agree that yeah, we, yeah. Well, let's agree. If you have the option two player mode, definitely a uh, two player mode, definitely like where right. at. You know, the game. You know, the game definitely shines. The, 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 game, the game definitely shines. Shines a two-player mode uh, for sure. So, um, eBay pricing is typical for Super NES game as far as the pricing goes. It's it's, it's fairly cheap in cart. CIB gets CIB gets like pretty expensive. Um, it's easy, uh, like you have to find uh, the game was sold. Um, you know, you know, being you know, being Capcom, the game must have been sold uh, in large large amounts. Uh, Thirty one copies of the game are currently listed on eBay. When I searched for it, ninety nine copies were recently sold. Uh, these prices include shipping, uh, card only. The prices, the price of sold copies, ranging from nine dollars to nine dollars to fifty dollars. Mm. So, uh, you know, typical card pricing. Nine dollars is very good for this game, I think. You know, that's fit. I mean, that's fair. Um, CIB, if you're a collector, that gets. Uh, I mean, that's where it gets. You know, that's where it gets like more pricey. The, the, the CIB copies ranging from fifty dollars to two hundred sixty-six dollars, depending upon the completionist and you know how good the quality is. So. And it was even a steel copies game recently sold for three twenty. <laughs> so, the game's good, just uh, not that good. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So being Disney, it's not been. Re yeah, so being Disney, it's not been. Um, it's not been. Like, it's not been like re-released on, on anything. So uh, if you don't have the physical, the physical game, uh, you have to emulate it uh, to play it. Um, so. Uh, I'm kind of surprised Disney. Has, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of surprised Disney hasn't hasn't tried to put together a compilation of these games yet. I think they have all the rights to them, um, because actually, 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 I don't know. Maybe Capcom, maybe Capcom actually keeps the rights to the programming itself, but the actual like character, but, but the actual characters would still be Disney. They, they, so they probably could work something out if they wanted to. I'm sure they could. I just think yeah. uh, <clears throat> Capcom's too busy re-releasing Resident Evil on everything they possibly can that they're not even focused on the Disney products that they could be doing. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm a sucker. I'm going to buy the Resident Evil 4 remake. So I I'm contributing to the to the problem. But... <laughs> I mean, like, you know, actually, 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 that, actually, that made me think. Um, who did... Okay, all right. So, okay, yeah. So, I mean... I mean, I, maybe Capcom does have the rights of the games because, like you know, I was looking um, because Ducktales Remastered came several years ago was actually was actually published by Capcom. So it's like you know, I mean, comp I mean, the developer way forward probably probably would have had to get the would have had to get permission from 
uh, uh, premiere from Disney, but they made it work. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Ducktales. I mean, Ducktales can get. I mean, I mean, Ducktales could get released. I'm sure the other games could. could um, the other games, the other games that could do. So. Yeah, very true. Um. I'm actually not quite sure. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually not quite sure about how the licensing arrangement arrangement worked. But yeah, DuckTales Remastered is very good, by the way. If you've not played that, I you know highly recommend it. It's like it's a very good like modern remake. Oh yeah, very good, very good. But so okay, uh, I think that pretty much that wraps this, wraps us up then. Um, next time, then next time in the podcast, we're doing another we're doing another Capcom game. Uh, wasn't planned this way, but, it, um, but, but yeah, uh, it's okay. Uh, we're going to be looking at the um, sadly somewhat overlooked, I think, uh, Mega Man Seven for the Super NES, which I say overlooked because I think most most attention got most attention got focused on the, got focused on the Mega Man X games for the system, but Mega Man Seven I think kind of didn't get the attention that the game probably should have. So we're going to be talking about how um, you know the hows and whys and how the games plays in that episode. So, um, do you have an experience with that game yet, Joe, or? So, I have some experience, but it's from the, uh, Mega Man Anniversary Collection. Oh, yes, okay, yep, yep. So, um, save states are amazing. Um. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, we'll get into it when we record, but, uh, let's just say I have a love-hate relationship with Capcom and Mega Man. (laughs) Do you have the Mega Man X collection? I I do. I have uh, the mm-hmm. the um, the regular collection that first came out with uh, one through ten, and then I have the X collection, which was like what five X games? I think they made was it five or six? Uh, uh, I don't know because I bought it on Steam, and Steam just gives you, it. It's nice with Steam; they don't split right. it up into separate collections. It just has them. Uh, let's see. I can look real quick. Well, anyway, while we're doing that, uh, I'll finish yeah. up here. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. We very much appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, whatever, feel free to either leave us a comment on our Facebook page, or you can also send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, Joe, where can I find you at the phone call? You can find me on Facebook, and also you can find me on Twitter at J O E S U X 3 0. And the Legacy Collection is four Mega Man games. Four games, okay. Oh, because they did split it up into two collections. Ah, okay. Why? I don't know. So, yeah, so I have the first collection. The second collection has uh, five through sa- five through eight. So, four. Four on each. So, eight. Are eight. you talking... Are you talking... Are you talking regular Mega Man or Mega, Mega Man, Man X? X? So it's okay, four right. each. So um, X through one through four is on the first collection. X five through eight is on the other. I didn't realize they made that many games. I dropped it up four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I haven't looked to see if I could get the other ones. But yeah, mm. yeah, okay, but yeah. Alrighty then. Uh, as always, as always, as always, thank you very much for being on the podcast, uh, Joe. And the, yeah, of course. Uh, um, thank you everybody out there for giving me a few minutes of your time. Um, we will catch you again, catch you again later on uh, in the next episode. Uh, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some very special, special episodes coming up, coming up in weeks to come. So stay tuned for those. 
Uh, thanks again. Thanks as always, everybody, for listening to us. And uh, stay safe. Be well. We'll catch you again uh, next time. Later. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep on power.